How's it going, my fellow mammals? Welcome back to the Tailwinds and Sunshine podcast. Today, I have a short episode for you. I have a couple things to talk about, and I promise to you, I promise to God, it's going to be a short episode. A, <laughs> I've said this before, and it ends up being a 39-minute episode, and I just ramble on and on and on, but today, I promise you, it's going to be shorter, and you are going to enjoy it. Anyways, uh, what I'm going to talk about is a little bit about humility, uh, how humility goes along, how humility goes a long way. And this is really, I think it's wise advice to heed for anyone, really. If you're a student, if you're a private pilot, uh, or if you're in training, whatever the industry you're in, I think it's a really good advice to uh, take note of. So, and also I have a little surprise that I got from one of my friends and I want to share that with you. I'll have that. Uh, you'll see it on Instagram. You can find it. By the way, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at ClimbVX. That's C-L-I-M-B as in Bravo, V as in Victor, X-Ray on Instagram. You can follow me there. Follow my shenanigans there. Follow my posts and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so let's get this party started. Hey folks from the flight deck, this is your captain speaking. Welcome to the Tailwinds and Sunshine podcast where we talk everything aviation. I am your host, Manny Ramirez. It's always a pleasure to have you on board. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, so the first thing I want to share with you is uh, humility, how it goes a long way. I've noticed over, I would say, the past month or two, the students that have come through the training department, more specifically in procedures training, have been, and I, it's a negative trend, and I don't know, obviously, I'm not collecting data for this and see what the reason behind it or see what demographic it's, I don't know if it's geographics, I don't know if it's cultural, I don't know if it's generational. I don't know what's causing this, but I think it's something that can be taught. I think it's something that can be learned. It's a skill. Humility is a skill that has to be learned um, or acquired, if you must. And I think a lot of the, or a lot of it, not, I don't want to generalize everyone, but it seems an increasing number of students that are coming through have like this strong sense of entitlement, you know, because many of them were previously CFIs, certified flight instructors, who were probably rarely challenged in the past few years. That's typically how long they've been instructors for you. Between a year to two years is the average time that a flight instructor works before they make it to the airlines. And when we step in and correct them or make a correction when we're training, like, we, we, we seem to shatter their illusion of perfection. And instead of accepting responsibility for their shortcomings or admitting misunderstanding, they create these elaborate excuses. And I've seen some pretty, like, creative reasons or excuses as to why they're doing what they're doing or the reason why they said what they said or how they understood something. And the default, like excuse, I'm not excuse, I'm trying to find the right word, but the default defense mechanism is to blame someone, you know, blame someone else. 
point their responsibility to someone else. They taught me that way. Someone else taught me that. Well, that's how I understood it in the SOP. And that's very, it's, it's not, I can see if you get into an argument with someone, if you, if I were to get, I've never gotten in an argument with a student, but if it ever got to that point where I start arguing with them, I would immediately remove myself from this situation, write notes in the grader and reference them to our chief. But more and more instructors are taking to our common teams. So it's a, it's a chat, you know, Microsoft teams, if you know what that is, kind of like uh, discord or um, Slack, or just if you have like a group text and we were asking these questions like, Hey, has anyone heard about this? You know, who, you know, who's, you know, who's heard this before this situation, you know, students are saying they taught them this and it's becoming more prevalent now. And I kind of said, I said, well, maybe it's the students, not necessarily the instructors, because we are standardized. We have instructor meetings. We make sure that everyone teaches the same material based on the curriculum. Even though we all have a little bit of a different style of teaching and we have techniques, but we definitely do not deviate from SOP that far to have a group of students come and say, this instructor taught me this. And we have new instructors in there, but they cannot qualify. They cannot be qualified to be instructors in that particular curriculum until they're observed. We, they have to be observed teaching the entire footprint before they actually, we can actually let, let them go and teach on their own. So what I've noticed is that, and I, and I think that's my theory, that people just don't want to take a, you know responsibility for their actions. They think they're perfect. They think they're correct. And they just kind of make an excuse. And I've heard students make excuses or for every correction, they try to justify the reason why they did it. And, you know, in my, my reaction is like, Hey dude, just chill. Like that's all right. It's okay to make mistakes. Like that's what we're here for. This is not a validation event. This is for you to tea, you know, for you to learn and then pass your validation. And I think over the past probably six months, I've given two DNRs. That means I do not recommend, which means that I did not recommend them for their validation event or their check ride, if you will. Right. So I said, you know, it wasn't too standard for whatever reason. And I said, you need a little bit, you need more practice, you know, so you can get to the standard because what happens is if I were to say, and I feel bad for someone and say, you know what, uh, fine, I think you did just fine. And I'm just going to go ahead and push you through what ends, what, what's going to end up happening is if this person now fails that event and this, this is like a honest to God check ride that is going to go on your Priya record. And don't ask me what Priya stands for. I forgot, but it's basically your records that follow you for the rest of your aviation career. So anytime you have a failure, whether it's a private pilot check ride or a check ride at a training event in the airlines, that is basically baggage you're going to have to take for the rest of your career. So anyways, if you fail that, you have to, you have to, the airline reports it to the FAA and now you have to, you have to disclose that failure everywhere you go and apply to an airline. So anyways, you, you can see that's a big deal. So if I DNR someone and saying, hey, let's get you up to speed, let's bring you up to standard, so that way when you go to your validation event, you can pass it with flying colors. Then you don't have to worry about it. 
And I kind of put it that way. It's like, would you rather have a Jeopardy event on your on your permanent record or do you want to take an ad session? And some people, you know, obviously the ad session makes more sense. But I've given probably, I think, two or three DNRs over the past six months and only one of them has taken it gracefully. The other two, they were combative. They became caustic. They, uh, they tried to negotiate their way out of a DNR. And I'm like, this is just a do not recommend, bro. Like, relax. This is not a big deal. But they take it because, again, I shattered that image of perfection they had of themselves because up to this point, they probably never failed anything. And now I just shattered that and now they are threatened. Uh, I've also failed only one. One person, I failed them in their validation, and that person once again became um, argumentative, and they had excuses for everything. And it was ridiculous. They, they give the most ridiculous excuse, like, oh, I would have caught that if you just gave more time. I'm like, that's not what this validation event is. We have to grade everyone the same. Just because you had perfect performance uh, every single event up leading up to this one doesn't mean that I have to grade you based on that. You have to be graded for what you are showing me right now. And let's say you just had a bad day. Oh, well, just take it in the chin and you're like, okay, let's move on and, and move on with our lives. But I think it's just a lack of humility. And I hear a lot of just excuses and just saying like how it is our fault, not someone else's fault. And you just need to understand that when you come into training, you're going to be learning you're going to make mistakes. Accept that from the get-go that you're going to make mistakes and just accepting them is going to be much easier. You know, when I went through EOD school, I almost got kicked out of EOD school when I was in the military, EOD, Explosive Ordnance Disposal. I almost got kicked out. I had to go to a training review board. But do you think that the fact that I went to a training review board is, is on my badge? No. Once I earned that badge, that badge is there on my chest. It doesn't matter what my journey was. I'm there. That's just for me and my records that are sealed in a drawer somewhere. It doesn't matter. I was an EOD tech. That's all that matters. You're going to be a pilot. Whether you're a private pilot, whether you're a commercial pilot, etc. Now, you may argue, well, if I have a bunch of failures, I'm going to have to disclose those. And then, you know, you can potentially get into an issue where you're, are you becoming hireable? But come on, that's an exaggerated example. I know a few people that have had a lot of failures throughout their career and it's become hard to get hired at airlines because they just have too many failures. But that is not only your fault, that's the instructors, right? Because as instructors, and this is for all my CFIs out there, for the instructors, you have to be honest with them and you have to tell them you are not ready. You are not ready to take your check ride. You need more training, right? You have to be 100% sure that this person's going to pass. And at times I've given DNRs and uh, the person I failed, I was kind of on the, on the fence about recommending them or not. And I went up to my chief and I said, hey, listen, I'm having an issue trying to come up with a decision as to whether to recommend them or not for the validation event. And this stuck with me. Uh, my chief said, well, if he was a private pilot students, would you recommend them to go take their check ride? And I resoundingly, I, I, without 
hesitation, I said, no. And my, uh, my chief said, there you go. There's your answer. Protect the recommend. If you're a CFI, protect your certificate. Because if that person doesn't pass, then they're going to come ask you questions. What happened? Because the DPE is going to come and ask you questions. They should debrief you after each failure or actually after every check right and tell you what happened. Hey, this happened with this student. You know, they failed because of this or they passed it. Did good, but they're a little short. You know, they're, they're, they're a little um, weak in these areas. You might want to work with them, but they should debrief you. So protect the recommend. But as a student, always accept that you're going to have, you're going to make mistakes and you should be able to cool. Uh, you should be able to good. You should be able to be good. You should be, you should be good. Oh man, I can't even talk anymore. All right, let's carry on. So today I got a special treat in the mail. I got a gift from my friend, Patrick. Patrick is a air traffic controller in Salt Lake. And a couple months ago, I want to say, I think it was a couple months ago, he requested I send him some wings. He wanted, he's collecting wings from his pilot friends. So I said, yeah, you got it. And I got a pair of wings and I sent it to him. And um, once he got it, he was very, you know, profusely thankful for it. And then I said, hey, if you have anything for me, any swag, like lanyards or anything, please go ahead and, you know, send me some my way. And I really appreciate it. And he delivered. He definitely delivered. It was so sweet because it was way better than I think that I could possibly. I mean, honestly, this is better than whatever I, those crappy wings I sent. Out, you know, I think. But anyways, the first thing he sent me and it's on uh, you can you can see these on my Instagram. Uh, but anyways, I have a lanyard. It just says uh, as a standard lanyard. It's a, it says Federal Aviation Administration because all air traffic controllers are under the purview of the FAA. And he sent me a coin. This is the basically the piece de resistance from his package. I think it's beautiful. Um, once again, you can see the image. Uh, you can see the coin on my Instagram. But you know, Patrick, if, uh, what I noticed is that the back side of the coin, uh, so it has cardinal directions, you know, north, east, south, west, but the top degree, so uh, north is 360, then you have 010, and then there's a 380. I don't know if that's a typo or if that's like a technicality that's included in the coin, but it goes three uh, north, 010, 380, and 030, and then it goes on in order. So I don't know if uh, that's a typo or if that's how it works with you guys there. And in the front of the coin, it says the Beehive State. In the bottom of the coin, it says the greatest controllers on earth. Patrick, thank you so much for that. And oh, 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 even better. So in the package, that came a thank you card. And he makes an explanation for this coin. He says, this coin is for our newly certified controllers and now... You are an honorary S56 Tricon controller. That, my friends, is amazing. I, I can't give anyone, I guess I could be given, but I mean, only certified controllers have this coin that I'm holding in my hand right now. And Patrick was gracious enough to make me an honorary controller. Hey, Patrick, I'm going to come over. I'm going to help you out. I know you guys are a short staff, so just put me somewhere and I'll just uh, start directing traffic, you know? Uh, just give me one instruction like Skywest uh, 4100 to center maintain flight level 230, you know, or something, you know, just I'll do something. I'll just keep repeating that instruction to every single, every single uh, 
playing that I handle. But Patrick, thank you so much. I need to have you on the show. I know you're super busy. That's why I'm offering my services because I know how short staff uh, the entire national airspace system is. And I hope that that gets better in the following years. But I need to have you on the show because I want to share your story with everyone, all my friends. It's a fascinating story and uh, I can't wait to have you. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. That's it for today. Thank you so much for your support. And until next time, I'm wishing you tailwinds and sunshine. See ya. Hey, fellow aviation enthusiasts, before I let you go, I'd like to ask you for a huge favor. If you could please go to the platform where you're listening this podcast in and leave a review, some feedback, and some comments. I really do appreciate that. I want to make the Tailwinds and Sunshine podcast your podcast. I also want to give a huge thanks to my friends and coworkers that have shared the podcast with their friends and family. That means the world to me. I really appreciate your support and your subscriptions. If you want to reach out to me, you can email me at man the CFI at gmail.com or you can message me directly on Instagram at climbvx that's C-L-I-M-B as in Bravo B as in Victor X-Ray you can reach me there with your suggestions or any feedback once again thank you for the bottom of my heart I appreciate the support and until next episode I wish you tailwinds and sunshine see ya the statements made on the show are my own opinion and do not necessarily reflect those of my employer